Hello, family and friends. The title of today's message is Know the Word, Speak the Word. Let's pray. Father, we come today hungry and ready because we know your word is precious, Father. And so we choose not only to hear your word, but to to meditate on your word and to apply it to our lives. And thank you for helping us today in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Well, folks, we're going to talk today about this topic. Know the word, speak the word. Before I get started on today's message, I'm going to be changing up a few things on the podcast. I'll be starting a Monday through Friday format and looking to be led even more by the Holy Spirit in my messages. So if you hear a few more ums and ahs, etc., pardon me, but I want to speak what I hear from the Holy Spirit more and more and use less notes. Let me know your comments, please. One thing for those of you that like the seven days per week podcast, may I suggest going back and listening to the old podcast a second time? If you do that, it will take you 11 years to get through the old podcast a second time, since there are 1,166 of them, and again at two per week on Saturdays and Sundays, It will take you 583 weeks to do that, or about 11 years. Hard to believe, huh? Well, on to today's message. Reading today from the King James Bible, and starting in Matthew chapter 4, again, talking about know the word and speak the word. Matthew chapter 4, verse 1. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. Folks, it is so important for us to be led by the Spirit. Many times life is talking so loud that we can't hear that still, small voice of the Spirit because the Spirit is a gentleman. He's not loud and obnoxious like the world, but we have to choose to listen to the Spirit as Jesus was. Verse 2, And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, afterward he was hungry. I'm thinking after 40 minutes, and uh, 40 seconds that I'd be hungry. But uh, what an example we have in Jesus for what he did and and how he was so hungry to hear from his father. Verse 3, now when the tempter came to him, he said, if you are the son of God, demand that these stones become bread. Verse 4, but he answered, talking about Jesus here, and said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Folks, we're talking about knowing the word and speaking the word. Jesus gave us such the example. Of course, he is the word, but he was tempted of the devil, and he spoke the word of God back to him. Verse 5, Then the devil took him up unto the holy city, set him on the pinnacle of the temple. Verse 6, And said to him, If you are the Son of God, Throw yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Folks, it is so important to remember that the devil knows the word of God. He'll use it to try to tempt you and I. In fact, you see it so much now in some of these modern, I'll call them modern churches, that have been deceived of the devil into thinking right is wrong and wrong is right by taking scriptures and twisting them 
and somehow now changing God into a new modern God that makes the flesh look good. So we can't be deceived when we hear the word because the devil also knows the word of God. Verse 7, Jesus said to him, It is written again, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Jesus came right back with the word, folks. He came right back to speaking the word because the word is what works. That's where the power is. Psalms tells us that the word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. At the entrance of this word gives us light. So this is our example to come back with the word. Verse 8, again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. Nine, and he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. My friends, we must remember that when Adam and Eve sinned, they gave some least time to the devil. The devil couldn't offer Jesus something he didn't have. The devil has a least time on this earth, and Jesus knew that, and the devil offered that to Jesus. But what did Jesus do? Verse 10, then Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Verse 11, then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Folks, Jesus again spoke the word of God. The word of God tells you and I that if we live for God and we resist the devil, he will flee from us. And that's exactly what Jesus showed us here in this example. Now I want to go down to verse 17 because this is when Jesus started his ministry. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. So the first thing Jesus basically said to mankind when he started his ministry was to repent. It's sad to see now in the modern churches oftentimes where it seems like we've forgotten about the word repent. It seems to be more like we accept you as you are, keep living in your sin. And yes, of course, we do accept people as they are. God does. But the first thing Jesus said was repent. And that means turn away. 180 degrees, turn from sin. Say you're sorry, yes, but turn away from sin and avoid sin. And of course, none of us will be perfect. We'll have to repent again of some things, maybe sometimes over and over. But the heart of it is to repent of sin. And we can never forget that that's what Jesus told us to do in his word. If you go down then to verse 19, Jesus said, Then he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. So the first thing Jesus said when he started his ministry was repent. The second thing Jesus said was follow him, and he'll make us fishers of men. Think about that for a minute. If we just focused on those three things more often, first of all, repenting. And of course, we have to do that on a regular basis. And as we mess up in life and walking in this dirty world, some days more than others, but we have to continue that attitude of repentance and turning away from evil things, but then following him. Same thing, right? Because the world is pulling at us. The stream of life is pulling at you and I, trying to get us to go in the direction of the world. And Jesus is saying, follow me. And we mess up. He hugs us and says, follow me, follow me. And the next point is interesting, and I will make you fishers of men. And that should be the heart of all of us, reaching out to find other people to show them 
what Jesus has done in our lives. Our testimonies, my friends, are very powerful. Telling people what Jesus has done in our lives is so very important because our testimony is special. Sometimes we think that my testimony is boring compared to so-and-so and what the miraculous things that happened to them, whatever, but our testimony is special. And when we think back to that day where we gave Jesus our heart and had peace for the first time in our life, it's special. And that draws people to Jesus because the more we share Jesus, the more bright we become to the world, and that light draws other people to Jesus. I want to encourage you today, don't get discouraged with yourself. When you mess up, just repent because the love of God is there. His mercies are new every day. Number two, we have to continue to follow him, and he is the word of God. So if we say we're following Jesus, we have to spend time in his word. And thirdly, he wants to make you and I a fisher of men. Not to be discouraged when someone gets upset and calls you names or whatever. Let's just continue to reach out with the love of God because God has drawn them to him, and he uses us. He works with us, Mark 16 says. It confirms his word through signs following. That'll be it for today. Let's pray. Father, we're so thankful. You're a good God. Thank you for your precious word that you teach us through your word, Father. We choose to follow you, Father, not the ways of this world, Father, but to follow you. And thank you for helping us in the very precious name of Jesus. Amen. Well, folks, you can contact us at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812-449-8147. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.